ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Hadrico Live. And today, my guest, listen, I've had some good guests, but this time, doom, doom, we're going into the court of law. You know, we are bringing in Nina Harrison, a media sports attorney, Esquire. I mean, this girl knows the law back and forth, and it brings a great person to talk about what we want to talk about today. Today, we are diving in somewhat because it's still fairly new, this NIL process. And if you are not familiar with NIL, it is name, image, likeness. And after July 1st, it has taken college football by storm. This is actually seemed to be more talked about than the big game between the Hurricanes and Alabama. I don't know what's going on in the world. But Nina, how are you doing this morning, ma'am? I'm doing great. My AC is working finally in this hot Miami. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool. I'm happy. Listen, I'm blessed. life without air conditioning is truly <laughs> unreasonable and unfair. And I'm glad you finally got it working. Because if you didn't, I could completely understand if you said that hey, I can't do it. I don't. I don't blame. Uh-uh. You. Can't do it. Can't do it. But no, I'm, I'm happy to be here and um uh and and just chat and and talk about nil or any other you know related matters that people have questions or you have questions on because. It is a hot topic for now. It's it's trendy. It's, oh, it's definitely on the trend part side. So it, it's definitely trending up. But it's, it's talk, hype right now. There's oh, a lot of hype over. It's all over. <laughs> now I see you love sports. Now I've I've watched you on your Instagram. Like you are quite the character. Like entertainment is your business, and business yeah. is good. But you have liked sports for how long? How did you get into the sports arena when it comes down to doing law? Because I know there's so many different types of lawyers, but you got into the sports world. Talk to me. How do we get there? You know, I, I, first and foremost, I want to mention, Okay. you know, they always, this is the boys, boys club, Okay. It's the boys club, sports world. And that's always been embedded in my head since high school, college, because I've always wanted to be an agent. I always wanted to be involved in sports, period. But the naysayers were like, nah, it's, it's hard. It's too this. Even women, even like friends were like, oh, I tried it, but it's, it's for men. Da, da, da. Don't, don't even waste your time. So for years, like decades, I was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to focus on doing entertainment, which is what I love to do anyway. I love television, film, theater, music, all the above sports. I just kind of was like, all right, I'll just sit back and just be a fan as I always have and play it. Cause I, I played sports in high school, middle school and college. So I was like, all right, I'll just enjoy it for fun. And it wasn't until like a, a few years ago, actually, uh, uh, the Super Bowl. And I just, you know, ran into a few players, the fellow players that I knew. And, you know, I talked about, I talked with them, talked about my dream of being an agent. And, and then I told them, well, the reason why I didn't do it is because people said I couldn't. And because I'm a girl and it's, and it's for guys. And, and they're like, what? Like, you better get in it. Like what, who, you know, don't, don't let these people, you know, tell you to, to not do it because girls, if anything, you know, women are dominating in this industry. Like I definitely want to shout out uh, a protege or, you know, a muse, whatever you want to call it. My Nicole Lynn is definitely doing it big for women in, in the sports arena. Um, there's a lot of other female sports attorneys out there in the NBA and NFL and all sports arenas that are out there. So that's definitely been my motivation and inspiration to just say, you know what, F it. I'm, I'm going to do it. Why am I listening to people just because you couldn't do it? I don't mean I can do it. And, um, COVID hit, <laughs> so that kind of put everything like on hold. Like I couldn't even go to games anymore. I couldn't even just show up like I wanted to and, and just 
politic with coaches, politic with players like I like I was doing. And I was just like, honestly, I mean, it, it wasn't depressing, but it was definitely I was definitely in a rut, which I'm sure uh, thousands and hundreds of other people can like relate like 2020 was a rut. Like a lot of athletes just felt that way. And also people in the industry were just like, what are we going to do? We got to find creative ways to do something. Um, so yeah. And so now that, uh, we outside, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't this. know if y'all in Miami ever went inside. I, we, no, no, we, we never did. Watching we, y'all from we, afar. We like, do y'all even have a virus down there? What y'all, what y'all doing? We don't blame you. What I loved about your story though, was just how you showed determination and how you fell in, you fell into the trap that most people do fall in what somebody tells you you can't do and we, mm-hmm. we hear that so many times and because we don't necessarily see it we believe well I guess I can't do that but you still was able to find a way to overcome that hurdle and start building your brand and start building what you're doing and start marketing I mean if I'm not mistaken I just seen you sign two clients recently I mean you're doing your thing so kudos to you but Thanks. speaking of signings NIL that is like the biggest sign in the world. And I've been getting yeah. questions from all across the globe. And I will let me preface this by saying is everybody who's watching. I just know what I hear. I try to trust and verify. This is such a new process that we all are still learning from that. It's going to take some time to see what it really comes into. But I think it's great for you to have a foundation on at least what's going on in this arena. So when these kids are thinking about these NILs, what are some things that they need to be aware of? Like, you know, the different types of contracts, you know, exclusive and non-exclusive. Like, what does all this stuff mean when you start saying, hey, I'm going to go hurry up and sign with this company or sign with this representation. I'm just going to go sign something and not knowing the fine print of that contract. Well, first and foremost, I I, kind of want to humble these athletes, these student athletes that are just getting committed, just, just signing on to a a school. Congratulations. It's big. It's huge. You got these four-star, five-star recruits coming in there on scholarships. You're like, yeah, I'm ready to, I'm ready to cash in. This is not a get rich money quick type of scheme. Like they, they're coming in here thinking I'm going to get paid. Right now, if you look around articles, if you really look at the economy of it right now, like the the economics of it right now, ain't nobody really getting paid like that. Like these little brands that are coming out there on social media, coming out there like since day one, they're like calling all athletes, come sign, represent our brand. Like it's the brands are the ones trying to take advantage of this right now. Mm -hmm. Bigger brands, the the Nikes, the, like the prominent brands that are signed with NFL people and that are signed with bigger companies, they're 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 laying low right now because right now at the end of the day, it, it they don't know what these kids are doing. Like these kids that are coming in fresh, y'all, you're going to be riding the bench for a while. You're not going to be making playmaker. You're not going to be a playmaker until unless you really really you know put your, put your foot, your best foot forward. And that's not to say that there's no all-star freshmen that come out there and make playmakers. It happens all the time, but let that, let, let your work show for itself before you start being like, okay, I'm worth something now because I'm wearing a Jersey. Mm. Nah, that's not what that is. However, I'm not going to knock a student athlete's hustle to get some extra change. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, as long as you're a, uh, abiding by the protocols of your school, reporting it. You're not, you're not representing any um, illegal substances, alcohol, tobacco, mm, CBD, marijuana, stuff like that. As long as you're, you're, you're playing it safe. 
But at the end of the day, um, it, it's a distraction, really. I think it's really a distraction for these newcomers coming in. Like when you got to think before NIL even came about, these recruits that were coming in, they're not thinking, they weren't thinking about that. They're thinking about, yo, I want to be a starter. I want to, I want to make plays. I want to do this amount of stats. This is my goal. I want to make this amount of yards per game. I want to play all games. I want the recruits at me. Like I'm trying to get to the draft. I'm trying to play on Sundays. That's the initial mentality. But now the NIL has come in and it's like, Whoa, it's like, it's like a dog. It's like, oh, squirrel. It's like, <laughs> like bring, bring, bring your focus back to why you were, why you're in this game in the first place. Definitely. Come back, come back to what, to why you're really here. Don't lose that focus. You, you got to make a decision on, on your priorities. You want to be a social media influencer or do you want to still be a, you know, you want to make, you want to make it on the ESPN highlights. Do you want to make it on, do you want to play on Sunday? That's the notoriety you want. Because once you make it on those ESPN highlights, that's when the brands come. That's when the money comes. Not this little nickel and diamond, oh, $50 to promote my my clothing line. $50 or 15% commission to promote uh, my my brand. That's cool. Get your little $5 per, per product if you want. But it's, it's not, I don't think it's worth right now. It's just too soon to just put all your eggs in this basket of trying to like definitely. connect all these brands, you know? So I definitely think that is, that is true. When you look at some of those deals that, that come out, you know, you take a De'Ara King, everybody says, oh, he got $20,000. And then I, it's hard to explain this to a younger person. But when you start be adulting, you start paying them real life adult bills, $20,000 don't go as far as you think it will. You know, when you, and they start seeing these deals, they think, oh, I'm making money. I believe the best, I won't even say the best, the highest brand deal that I've seen was Oregon's uh, Tribodo. He signed a memorabilia deal with Phil Knight and another partner to kind of get that one going. But people don't understand, that young man is projected to be like the first defensive end taken in the exactly. draft. So exactly. So it's not like, oh, it can happen. But it's built for these elite players. But even if That's a person exactly. does get into it, contract right. types. And we don't have to go all the way into the nuts and bolts, but exclusive exclusivity. You know, what, what does all this mean, the difference between these different types? Because if somebody signs with somebody, I mean, they can't sign with anybody else. Like, that's, what, that's some of the stuff that people may not know. Well, for one, it just depends on, on what type of agreement, who you're signing with. Mm-hmm. One, I always recommend getting representation. Whether, you know, sometimes, sometimes it could be an official attorney. It could be an agent. It could be a marketing rep. Great. Or sometimes it could just be a trusted friend or, or relative or, or mentor that can help guide you in that, that isn't trying to get into your pockets. Like right now is the money is really not worth it for a lot of companies to be trying to eat off of, off of kids right now Mm -hmm. with these smaller deals. But um, for instance, if you want to deal with a marketing representation right now, you know, you have exclusive and you have non-exclusive exclusive, meaning you cannot sign with any other marketing represent. So any type of marketing, any marketing deal, anything related to your name, image, and likeness, that's the only company that can handle all that. Even yourself, like you can't even go out as, a, as an athlete and go procure your own stuff. So that means, let's say a brand reaches out to you, which is happening all the time on social media, DMing you, 
um, that person, because they're under an exclusive contract, they need to take that deal and send it to their representative. Like, Hey, you know, this is, this is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, and then non-exclusive is just, look, you're just giving us the right to just represent you and do whatever we can. You can work with whatever other marketing agency you want, any other agent, but at the same, you know, we're just here to, you know, get the best option for you. And that's something I recommend at least now for these, these newer uh, athletes that are coming in, don't sign your life away exclusively. So, so quickly to a marketing representative, especially if you don't really know the background of the company and what they can do for you. Um, and just, you don't want to block your blessings. You don't want to block opportunities because you're just stuck with one marketing rep and then they can just end up really not for you. Not they doing nothing for you. And then have an obligation. a lot of these deals don't put an obligation on, Oh yeah, we're guaranteed to bring you in a million dollars this year. Like they don't have to work for you. They just like, they just got you, you know? Um, and they're preventing you from doing your own thing. So that's that. And because this is so new, it's like, I don't recommend it, but I don't know what other companies are doing. Everyone has their own business model. We're all trying to figure it out and what's best. Like same thing with me. I start off doing non-exclusive, but it's only like for certain players or, or certain caliber of players. And then like you mentioned, the one, the guy from Oregon, you know, you have these players that are guaranteed or, you know, they going to play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And the brands know it. And so they're more willing to do the memorabilia deals and start early, start with the rookie cards, start getting them in early with, with brands and, and stuff like that with bigger deals like that. I don't, I don't want to sound like an old head because it's actually said about me too, because I'm technically a millennial, but you know, that stigma of, Oh, everyone has this entitled mentality. And that's what I, that's what these kids are coming in right now. That's what this NL, NIL has created this entitlement mentality for these, for some of the kids. I'm not speaking on behalf on behalf of all of them, but at least from what I've seen, because I have spoken to a lot of smart kids that you can tell they're getting guidance from the right people ahead of time, you know, and they know, okay, this is just a hype. You know, I, I know I'm not ready yet or whatever the case may be. This doesn't really apply to me. And like something you mentioned before, the NIL, that, this whole that whole thing was not was not really talked about and it was really created for those players that are making the highlights that are that are being the playmakers for the tebos that were selling i think i think to date and you can quote you might i might have to google it later but tebow i think still holds the record for like the most college um jerseys so i think to date he still holds that record and um it's just stuff like that. Like he could have made a, whew, you know how much money he could have made. Tebow, like, what was this at when I was going around? <laughs> I don't want to get into the controversial situations, yeah. but I believe that a part of this controversy, this is a way for NCAA to say, okay, y'all keep asking us about money here. Let me give you something. Now you go make your own money because mm-hmm. NIL has not stopped NCAA from making one dollar, not one cent. Oh. They still gonna be no. a billion dollar industry. But yet they saying, hey. But that was their argument for so long. Oh, it's taking money and whatever excuses they had. But So another question that was posed, and, you know, I I ain't going to lie. This was actually one of my favorite questions that a kid sent me because I was kind of a little interested. He said, so does this mean when when, if they do make the college football game back on the Xbox, you know, the NCAA 
One of the best yeah. things ever. Does that mean everybody on the roster gets paid because they're making a player like them for a video game, kind of like they do for Madden? Like, how does that part work? For the EA sports and EA, all that? You know, for, for the video games. You know, I think there's a lot of back and forth in that because those contracts are so deep <laughs> and they're, they're like, they're real. They have these long-term, like probably 15 year, 10 year, five year deals with these companies. So I can't really speak on, I don't know what the terms are on there to where, you know, when these kids signed up or when they're, when they are an athlete, they're automatically granting or releasing their name, name. their right, their, their right of publicity which is a legal term, which is just like the name and like name, image and likeness, they, they're automatically kind of given that to the, the school because they have to release their right of publicity when they're on television playing football. That's That's their, they're, they're not getting paid from advertisers from the, from uh, when it's on ESPN. And that they're commercial not, comes on. That's the school or that's, that's the, the company getting paid from advertisers. So those, contracts are so complex it's just they're just kind of untouchable and unlocked as far as what the athletes trying to get in so question for you so now for these college athletes can they say for example uh spencer rattlers of the world or your dear kings or some of your higher names can they now go like and host like a youth camp and say the Derek King youth camp and now get paid for that because he's using his name and his likeness to draw people in to attend something like that Absolutely. Oh man. Is if they want to, however, if they want to say, Hey, this is so-and-so athlete from universe of Miami, they need to get that universe of Miami logo or, you know, approved by the school first, you know, oh. it off of your name, but you know, but if, if you, you want to use a logo from that school, you still if have you to get use the logo, have, you know, kind of affiliate the school name with it then you have to get approval for that. That's not bad. So now, so with this NIL, so when a, when a person signs an NIL, that has nothing to do with their commitment to a university. So if, like, so if somebody assigns to go to Miami and signs an NIL with some of the brands or some of these smaller brands are signing with the Miami players, like I believe the boxing, the fighting club is giving every scholarship athlete a certain amount of money for certain appearances and such and such. Does that lock a student into that school? Does he or she have to stay at that school once they sign an NIL? No, absolutely not. The, the NIL has nothing to do with the school. They're, the kids aren't signing NILs with the school. They're signing NILs with brands or with marketing representatives or, you know, with outside third-party people. It has nothing to do with the school. The only thing, only part area where the school jumps in, in is their reporting policy, their own policies of what they need to do, what they can and cannot do, what they can and cannot, um, you know, it has to go through an approval process still with, with the schools. So yeah, no, nah, like if you have a UM, or I keep saying UM, but let's say you, UM player ends up going to Alabama in his sophomore year instead. Okay. He just, now he's just an Alabama person and whatever brands he was working with, whether they want to follow him there or not, that that's on them. Oh, okay. So they, it doesn't necessarily change what a student can or cannot do. It doesn't lock them in anywhere. No, the NIL has nothing to do with 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 a, a, the school. Like there, okay. there's no contract with the school and the student to do that. So another question that was brought up that was a very good question. Let's say if a school is sponsored by a major brand, major product. Say uh, they sponsored by. Let's say if they sponsored by Adidas. 
and a kid does reach the levels to where they get sponsored by, say, Nike. How does that work? If can you sign with a competitor of a, like if they have a competing competing brands, can they, can that is that allowed? You know, that's a million dollar question right now that us and my partners, my marketing firms are figuring out to this day. And, you know, I'm sure we'll get an answer soon. And that's something that we just is a conversation to be had with schools and with the brands, because again, everything is contractual, everything is confidential. So it's really a matter of what, what would be a conflict of interest? Mm -hmm. What would be, again, these type of deals, just like I mentioned with the EA, they have these deals are so long term. They've had, you know, they sign with these companies for so long for a certain amount of time where things are already grandfathered into contracts where technically I'm just assuming I'm assuming that a kid could go ahead and, and do a Nike deal. However, they can't have Nike in Alabama. With, they can't rep Nike with wearing their Alabama jersey. That for I know for sure is just strict, you know, just out of speaking from just business and just competitiveness and, and just how transactional law works. Like it becomes in, so many laws. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, and it's just kind of just part of, part of business. It's like you, if Adidas, because if, you know, you see on, on, on the field, Adidas is on the, the jerseys. You can't be having a, a Alabama Jersey with Adidas on it. But then, you know, be promoting a Nike brand wearing your Adidas jersey. Like, that's with any brand. It's that's Coca-Cola, that's Pepsi. That's, that's, that is kind of like, I hate to say it's common sense, but it's not common. It's not common sense. Sometimes it's, for me, it's, you know, it's just a matter of business. But the kids, you know, that's something that people don't think of. And they definitely have to pay attention to it. And I think that's where what you mentioned earlier comes into play. Now you're, you're putting so much into this instead of let's just play football, you know, because now when you add in all these different entities and can I wear this? Can I wear that? Can I do this? Can I do? Well, let's figure out what we can do. And that's one of the reasons why you do this. Now, some of the things that the schools are doing, schools are hiring companies to help these athletes, like the, the open doors, these other different people from what you've read or what you know about these companies, what are they, what are they trying to, what are these companies, these third party companies are supposed to be doing for these athletes? Or at least the general general basis. From what I've done in my research on, I again, it's not something that I I can speak a hundred percent on, but it's just based on what my knowledge and what I've heard directly from athletes that I've talked to, and have sat in these little seminars and trainings from like Open Doors and Compass, and they're based from what I'm told, they're just basically providing this service more from a digital standpoint on social media. And they're also, so basically from what I've read on, on, on what their services are, the schools are hiring these companies to create a digital platform. So it's a tracking platform to help them report whatever, you know, deal they do, whatever brand they're working with. It's, it's, it's an application. Mm -hmm. It's something to make it easy. We're in a digital world, which of course makes sense. But when it comes to what they're telling these kids, it's just more on social media and tracking their social media, tracking their content, tracking, okay, what sell, what sales are they getting if they work with an affiliate company, if they become an affiliate? Um, that's all that I've really heard from that. Like, and I've heard stuff like, 
oh, they're teaching these kids, oh, that they're giving them a range of, oh, if you have X amount of followers, you should be worth this. People should be paying you this amount. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Um, it's, I think that's, that's dangerous waters to just kind of give these kids these expectations, uh, these false expectations, or I wouldn't say false, but inaccurate mm-hmm. and not open expectations. That word. Yep. Everything is subjective. Everything. Again, it's, I still think it's just way too early to just hop on this, this NIL bandwagon. Let's see how the season plays out. Let's see what these what 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 these kids are going to put on the field because there's a lot of kids that aren't starting, but yet they're the first ones <laughs> to sign that deal. Deals, gaming deals, the apparel deals, drink deals, like okay, but by the time you get on the field, you're not your name is not getting mentioned by commentators. You're not getting highlights. You're not getting mentioned by your coaches. You're like, who are you? You're again. This puts you back into the category of being a fashion Nova model. Now you just want to be a social media influencer. Okay, cool. Get you can have as many followers as you want to. Get your little blue check. But if you're not doing anything on the field, if you're not performing on the field, you're the only brands that are going to be knocking on your door are the same just brands that just oh you have a lot of followers, so you we're, we can get you you're, you have access to a demographic. A demographic exactly. They don't care about your stats. They care about your social media. So that's the difference. It's like there's levels to it. It's levels to branding. It's levels to the marketing. Like, and um, there's just, I want to get these kids, at least the ones that I work with, and I'm very picky and very strategic with who I I choose. I don't, I'm not trying to have a large roster of kids because I want to be able to give 100% attention to everybody. And um, my, the first thing I tell them is, look, you are a brand, just you, as I'm a brand, you're a brand, Trevor, everybody, you are a brand in your own self, name, image, name, image, and likeness. Okay. It's just a legal jargon. It's, jargon. it's just title. You have to look at yourself as a brand. And what is a brand? You have to look at yourself as a business. You are a business, how you represent yourself in the community, how you represent yourself. Okay. Yes. On your social media matters, but really it's, on and off the field, how you represent yourself. How do you want your brand? How do you want people to remember your brand? Brands are not about logos and slogans and pictures and fancy poses and gear. That's not, that, that's not what it's about. It's about creating an experience. For the people who, yeah. Like when people think of your name, when people think of Jordan, what do you think of when you think of Jordan? You think of the shoes, you think of the dunks, you think of the basketball. I mean, all that. You, then you think of that jump man. And why do you buy his shoes? Why do you buy his gear? Because it means greatness. I mean, that's literally what it means. Because it's great. So you see how that's attached to that? How the experience is attached to that brand. So these athletes, that's why I go back to the, you know, focus on the field. Show, like, let your work and your, your performance speak for yourself. You know what? I got an idea. How about yeah, this? Man. In your opinion, give me Nina's top five NIL takeaways. Let's if we could condense it down Fine. to a list. Let, let me get my notepad. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Nina's top five NIL takeaways. If you had to come up with that list, what would that be? 
My top five. Let me see. Top five dead or alive? Sorry. Oh, no. look at you. <laughs> I'm also a hip hop head, so I'm not gonna. That's a whole nother. Uh, that's we 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 have to bring you back to talk about that. Every time I hear top five, um, but back to sports. Um, <laughs> number one, and I said this earlier. Do not get distracted by this whole NIL hype. Do not get distracted. Stay focused on the game. Stay focused on playing on Sundays. Stay focused on going to the pros. That's why you got your, that's why you're where you're at today. That's why you started playing peewee football. That's why you started middle school and, and high school. That's why you put so much work. You know how hard it is to get to where you're at right now, just getting recruited into a college. Don't let NIL just like whoop, take 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 your eye off of the real long-term prize. This IL stuff is temporary right now until you get further up to when you're ready, you're draft eligible and people are looking at you, you're making plays. Focus on that. Okay. Focus. That's number one. What's number two? Give me number two. Educate yourself. Mm. Watch these videos. Read. I mean, get articles. Talk Talk to um, sports professionals. If you have connections to people that are in the league or just or just in the sports arena, period, that know about this. Talk to your local sports counselor because these schools, that's one thing the schools are providing that I do know that they are providing counseling to these kids. Not as much as I have seen, um, but, you know, I, I definitely would like to put a program, like to plug plug that in, like develop, we're developing a, um, an educational program curriculum to teach these kids about financial literacy and the branding and creating something for themselves, creating wealth in the long term. So that's a whole nother thing. Please you know, let that- me know once you get that pop, because I would love to have you just to talk about that. Cause that's something that's very near and dear to me, teaching people how to deal with money. Cause a lot of people don't. Uh, absolutely. It's like the school, every kid I talk to, I'm like, so what are the schools saying? Like nothing. They just like, they give them it's, it's little bits and pieces. They get, you know, so much, but that's life. Number three, what you got for me? Number three, um, get representation. Have somebody represent you on your behalf that you trust, that is in your best interest. This goes back to the exclusive and non-exclusivity thing and understanding your worth and understanding, you know, who who you're dealing with, whether it's just a, a mentor that you've had your whole life that you want to represent you or reaching out to a professional marketing representation company to help you because you need to be focused. It goes back to the first part. You got to be focused on the game. You can't be focused on trying to reach out to brands like, cause it's a business. You're running, you're running a business right now and they don't realize that. Now with that representation and just, you know, you can just spit fire, but like, how much does representation cost? Like to get somebody to represent you, is that something that should be a fee or is it kind of like, is it like the guy on the billboard, you get paid when we get paid? Like how does that work? Because a lot of these young athletes don't know. Most of what I've heard and also what I have done is the the standard at least is like what these companies are trying to do is get 20% off of, you know, these kids off of whatever deals. But when you go to these smaller deals, like, like I was going before, like these affiliate deals where you're getting 15% commission, these kids are really only bringing in $5. What's 20%? Like it's, it's not worth taking 20% 
of this kid's five dollars that he just gained or ten dollars. So it, it's really case by case. I can't speak for for what other agencies are doing. I think again, it goes back to everyone's trying to figure out a consistent business model and whether or not which kids are worthy of signing exclusive and which kids are worth taking 20% out of. Sometimes there's deals where, okay, there's a threshold. It's like, okay, once you, if we get you a deal that's over 20K or whatever, then we'll then start we to do this. Okay. But if it's below, eh, it's not worth our time, but we're still going to push it. You know what I mean? So. Cause one deal leads to the next. Okay. That leads yeah. us to number four. What you got for me? Number four. Actually, this goes, (laughs) I I think it might be a little bit repetitive, but it goes back to just be mindful that you are a brand on and off the field. What like you represent yourself, no matter everything you say, everything you do, every like, whether it's on media, whether it's on the field, whether it's just walking around and and just being at social events, social media be mindful because you are a brand and you you need to protect your reputation on that so that people respect you and will come to you. I understand. And that's very big. And I tell people all the time, you know, having a teenager of my own who's also um, a, soon to be a division one college athlete, I tell them what you post, it don't go away. Don't let Snapchat lie to you thinking it deletes. You know, the <laughs> things that you put out there and the things that you say can come back to haunt you. And when you're trying to build a brand, that microphone, this thing here, is always on. Now, I don't care whether it's in front of you or not, because people may see you from afar and want to say, ooh, look what look what Hadrico did, or look what Nina did, or look at this and that. And you don't want to have those situations that stop you from being great. Okay, number five. Go on, Finish the list off. What you got for me, Nina? Finish this off. Last but certainly not least, this is not a get-rich-quick scheme. <laughs> this, again, I, I, I sound like a broken record. You gotta treat yourself like a business. You know what I mean? Definitely. Jay-Z says, you know, I'm not a, you know, not a businessman. I'm a business man. man. Boom. You know how to drop that in there. But you gotta look at yourself as a business. And a lot of people aren't business savvy. You have like, you know, I I, I want to teach these kids, okay, how to build a corporation, which they're allowed to now under NIL. That's another thing that, you know, you're allowed to build a corporation for yourself, build a brand just for you or build a brand to come up with a product. If you have, if you can find investors or find people to, to do that, there's so many avenues to make money now outside of just being somebody's uh, brand, brand ambassador, get creative with, with, with yourself, with your business. And um, it takes time. It's a marathon, like any business, any startup. You got to look at yourself like you're a startup. That's what these kids are. You are a startup company. You're a startup company, and you need to put in the work to build your brand, whether it's doing community service, whether it's making plays out there. You got to put in the work to make yourself valuable. And you know, what's funny that you say that, and it's kind of the piggyback. It is a startup, but see what these kids got to realize you're a startup with a slight advantage that you got Mm -hmm. a chance. If you bust your behind and work hard, you can inject your startup quicker than any other business. Absolutely. You go out there and and easily get investors. You can easily get a booster or somebody. You go out there and score five touchdowns. You go. You're five. right. They do have an upper hand. You're absolutely. You right. have that upper hand because if you go out there and, like I said, you go score five touchdowns against Alabama. Guess what? Oh, you popping now. 
Right now, this is your moment in the sun, and you can take advantage of that. But the key to that, that does not come by chance, by coincidence, or by luck. It comes from not being distracted. It comes from keeping your head in the game and working hard. Exactly. And I want to add a bonus. Bonus. Uh Uh-oh. Five. With that said, with the business and all this money we're talking about, don't forget about Uncle Sam. That's going to be right there, right next. Just wait. Uncle Sam is the one right now that's more excited about NIL right now. He's he's like, like, oh, they think they make their money. Make a little change. Come make a little change as long as you, you know. So that goes to what that goes back to representation and building a team as well, like representation that will guide you properly, that will give you the that will give you all what I just listed, the education, give you the guidance, give you the consulting, give you the financial literacy. You need people around you, a small circle around you that will teach you all of that and not lead you astray and end up like Wesley Snipes, you know, in jail and taxation. See, so many kids don't even, who's Wesley Snipes? They don't don't even know who Wesley Snipes is. I know, I'm sorry. It's okay. You're dating yourself, but I know who Wesley is. And we're here for you, brother. If you've seen Coming to America too, I'm sure... You should know. And he's he's in that one. There you go. So, I mean, now, listen, you gave us a great information. This This, like, leads me to what I like to call my final time. For my final time, ladies and gentlemen, she has just laid down the game for you. Basically, hear me when I say this. You have to be educated about what you want to do. This NIL does not take away from the fact that you have to work. This NIL does not change the fact that if you get consumed by it, you will not only not reach the NIL levels you want, you will never reach the level of playing on the field. But then she also started with a message earlier for all my young ladies out there. Don't let anybody tell you what you can't do. I'm all for women empowerment. I want y'all to be strong, be great. Everybody can win. I believe there's enough food out here for everybody. But if you hungry, you got to work if you want to eat. Nobody's going to give it to you. Some situations are the good old boys club. But guess what? Every club has a door to it. Are you going to come in or are you going to stand outside? And that brings me back to you. Miss Nina, tell me, what else you got going on, man? I, I listen, look right on the street is, man. You got movies popping. You know what I'm saying? You up on social media. You, I mean, you representing people, man. How can the people find out more about your playbook? See how I did that playbook, tied that right in? I'm a little multifaceted. So, like, I, I kind of left, I, I chose the name playbook, Nina's playbook, because there's a playbook to life, to everything. Sports, entertainment, dating, <laughs> acting, everything. You know what I mean? There, there's a playbook to everything. So I'm, I'm a very multifaceted individual. Um, I'm, I love entertainment. I've been involved in entertainment since a child doing TV commercials, modeling, doing acting, being in sports in every sport you can possibly think of. I think except badminton or cricket, something, you know, the, don't, I, don't nobody offer that. <laughs> I'm also, you know, I also represent and open to, I talk to basketball players as well. I have college basketball players reaching out to me as well that are looking for representation. So, and I really want to see what women are out there. I'm not getting any inquiries from, from female athletes yet. Maybe they're hesitant. I don't know. Or maybe they're already. So we're going to, we're going to make this easy. So let's go make this easy for you. So if somebody wants to contact you for representation, if they just want to see what you got going on, how do they find Nina's playbook? The best way is Nina's playbook on Instagram. That's, that's my, that, that that's my go-to. DM me. I, I answer the majority of them because I do like, cause you never know who's out there. You don't want to pass up on somebody 
that's like, hey, I, I need some representation. Or can I talk to you? I try to give people, you know, the, the time and, and, and give me their pitch on what they want to do. And, you know, sometimes I have to let them know, okay, you might have to wait a little bit, but you know, that, that is the best, that's the best route because honestly I'm free. I'm a freelancer. And, and I don't know if we, if we talked about it earlier, my primary job is I'm an entertainment attorney. I'm a corporate attorney. I work for a major, major conglomerate media company, uh, Viacom CBS. That's with CBS sports and, and Nickelodeon MTV, all that. So that's, that's, that's my main priority. Uh, that how I started in the industry and sports, is just all under that umbrella. Mm. So um, that's all that all comes under the playbook for me. So that that's the best place. Well, I listen, do. your playbook has definitely gave us some tools to get through the dodge the right, get to the left and score a touchdown when it comes down to NIL. We want to thank you so much for taking the time for coming on the show today. And that is another episode of Hadrico Live in the 